Hello, and welcome to the Magic Music Review Podcast. I'm Jim Spangler, your host. Join me each episode as we talk about our love of Disney music. It could be a song, a movie, a short film, a Broadway show, a Disney theme park, or one of the countless other forms Disney music takes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey through the magic of Disney music on the Magic Music Review. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Magic Music Review. Uh, If you didn't know from that beginning little clip of music today, we're going to be talking about an exciting new group that just released an album called D Capella. D Capella is Disney's new acapella recording group, uh, and they are amazing. They're the brainchild of Deke Sharon, and he is the group's music director, also the arranger and album producer, and we're going to talk about him A lot more in just a little bit. Uh, But it is composed of seven artists that Disney found in a nationwide search. Uh, And these artists are Antonio Fernandez, and he does the vocal percussion. He's a three-time award winner for acapella in the acapella category in the 2016 Independent Music Awards. Uh, It was with DJ Young and their original song called Box. He was also vocal captain for the American Music Machine, an acapella group at the Disney Parks. Joe Santoni is the bass. He's been performing for 12 to 13 years, uh, and he performs Zelda Symphony of Goddess with the L.A. Choral Lab to a sold-out crowd at the Dolby Theater. Morgan Keene is the soprano, and she says she's been performing for 11 years, and she just came off the national tour of Newsies, where she performed for a year and a half as Catherine. Um, Orlando Dixon is the baritone. He's been singing for 19 years and 11 years professionally. He was a finalist on The Voice, uh, so many of you may know him uh, already. He's a composer, and he performed with One Republic, Jason Derulo, and the Zac Brown Band. R.J. Westner is the tenor. He's been singing for 17 years and professionally for 8 years. He's a member of Vocalocity and Pitch Slapped at Berkeley College of Music. Shelley Regner... I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, is the mezzo-soprano. She grew up singing in choir and began her a cappella career in Pitch Perfect. If you're familiar with those Pitch Perfect movies, she played Ashley, and she was in all three. Sojourner Brown is the alto and has been performing for for 18 years. She performed at the 2017 Tony Awards. She's the member of APC Rhythm a cappella group, and she went to the New York University Tisch School of Music um, of the Arts. She graduated from there. So really, a fine collection of singers uh, for this new a cappella group that Disney uh, has put together. So let's talk a little bit about Deke Sharon. Um, Deke Sharon is the gentleman that put this together, uh, and um, he's a pretty amazing man. So he's heralded as the father of contemporary a cappella. Uh, and he's responsible for basically the sound of modern acapella. So if you listen to Pentatonix or any modern acapella group, he really is the person that created that dense vocal instrumental sound. Um, and he did that in college. 
uh, and subsequently started spreading it around and eventually around the world. He produced Sing Off Worldwide, which really made this contemporary acapella art form take off. He served as arranger, on-site music director, and vocal producer for all three Pitch Perfect movies. He's also founded uh, CASA, which is the Contemporary Acapella Society, uh, while in college. He's responsible for the Contemporary Acapella Recording Awards, or CARAS, the ICCAs, which is the International Championship of Collegiate Acapella, BOCA, B-O-C-A, is the Best of Collegiate Acapella Compilations, um, and the first Contemporary Acapella Conferences, the Acapella Summit, the Contemporary Acapella League, the Professional Ensembles, um, Voasis, I hope I'm saying that, and Vocalocity, and Camp, a- and, and Camp Acapella. He's arranged over 2,000 songs and written five books um, about acapella singing, and those I'll put those in the notes for the show so that you can look at those and, and find out what they are if you're interested. He's also the vocal, quote, orchestrator for Broadway's first acapella musical, In Transit, uh, from 2016. He's produced dozens of award-winning acapella albums, including Straight No Chaser, Committed, Noda, Street Corner Symphony, and the Tufts Beelzebubs. He's also one of only 20 honorary members of the Barbershop Harmony Society, which has been around since 1938. That's pretty impressive. I bring that all up to say that this group has credibility. Um, Deke Sharon alone gives this group all the credibility that it needs, but it is also filled with amazing artists in this group, um, which we're going to talk about as we go through the album, which is incredible. So let's talk a little bit about the album, give you a brief overview. Um, It was released on November 16th, 2018, so it is brand new. Uh, It contains 13 songs, um, and the group can also be heard in the Incredibles 2 soundtrack. Uh, They also have two Christmas songs, All I Want for Christmas is You and Last Christmas, and both of those came out last year. So this is definitely worth a listen, Uh, and that's why I'm so excited about it. That's why I wanted to do that now. I totally changed my plans for this podcast when I discovered this group. Um, So, But let's talk about the songs. Um, And I need to start this by saying that I love acapella singing. Being a singer myself, I love it and I appreciate great artists that can do this. I love the Voices of Liberty, and I never miss them when I'm at Epcot, ever. And if you've never heard them, next time you go to Epcot, go to the American Adventure and listen to the Voices of Liberty. They are amazing. I also love Voctive, um, which is basically Voices of Liberty, but it's outside of the Disney company. Um My favorite acapella group of all time is Manhattan Transfer. I grew up listening to them, literally grew up listening to them. They are amazing. I love Take Six. I love Naturally Seven. Um, I sang Barbershop, and I love it. That all being said, I will say that I'm not a huge Pentatonix fan. And I know that that's not very trendy and not a very hip thing to say right now because a lot of people love Pentatonix, but not my favorite group. I am not by any means, and please don't tweet me, don't email me, don't contact me and say, but they're really talented. I have no issue with their talent. They are extremely talented. I'm just not a fan. There you go. I just thought I would 
qualify this so that you know kind of where I'm coming from with acapella music and why I like this so much. But enough about all of that. Let's talk about the CD. So the CD starts with a track that they call Tune Up. It's a great way to start this, great way to introduce this group, I think, um, because it sounds like an orchestra tuning up. Uh, and they really use their voices as instruments um, throughout this whole CD. And I'm sure throughout the whole uh, lifetime of this group, they'll be doing that. And so it's a great way to introduce us to us to to them. Um, I love the percussion sounds that are being created uh, during this. So when you listen to this, listen to those percussive sounds. And remember that everything that you hear is made by the human voice. It's made by a human being, not by an instrument. Um it really sounds like an orchestra and a choir warming up and tuning. It ends on a tuning chord, uh, which is swells into it, which is so great. It's so cool. Um, and then that bass drop at the bottom, oh, the, the bass glissando that goes down at the bottom is just amazing. So enough talk. Let's listen to Tune Up. The next track is The World Esme Familia um, from Coco. Uh, it is another short track, but it's so well done, so beautiful. Um, there's great solo and ensemble work in this. Um, and it announces, it announces that this CD is going to be different, that you're going to be listening to something different. I love that. Uh, listen to the technical percussion work that's done in this piece. It's really quite amazing um, what he does with his vocal percussion. Um, also, listen to the ease of the singing. It is so smooth and easy. There's no tension. There's no anything that causes you to hesitate in falling with this group um, and really getting swept away in what they're doing. Also, no auto-tune. Yay! No auto-tune. These people are really singing, folks. They're singing. And we're going to talk about autotune a little bit later, but they're singing. So let's listen uh, to The World Es Me Familia. Señoras y señores, buenas tardes, buenas noches, buenas tardes, buenas noches, señoritas y señores. To be here with you tonight brings me joy, que alegría, for this music is my language and the world es mi familia. So great. I just absolutely love the sound that they create in that. So the next track is Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Uh, so much fun. One of my favorite pieces. I think everybody loves this piece. There's what's not to love about this piece. Um, 
There's a great intro in this with the percussion and the bass. Um, really sets a nice groove to begin this piece with, and it really sounds like uh, the beginning of the piece in the movie. Um, I love that they pass the solo work around to each other. That is great arranging, that you're not just requiring one you know, person to do all the so solo work, that you're letting everybody shine in this. The girl ensemble in this is brilliant. That trio, oh my god, so good and so old school. It's almost Andrew's sister's quality. So good and so tight. So great. The instrumental work is brilliant, and when I say that, I don't mean real instruments, obviously. I mean the instrumental work that they're doing, the background that they're creating. So good. Um, it has a new and old school feel to it. They've He's really... Um, Deke Sharon has really managed to arrange this to, to combine those styles in a, such a wonderful manner. Um, and the scratching that's done in this, yes, I said scratching like a DJ would do, uh, in this piece is spectacular and it is so hard to do vocally. Um, so let's listen to a little bit of friend like me. Your sleeve. You got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now. Some heavy ammunition for your camp. You got some points. And how? All you gotta do is rub that leg. And I'll say, Mr. Aladdin, sir, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, put it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Hey, hey, hey. Life is your restaurant, and I'm your maitre d. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. What fun. So fun. I love it. Ah, Sorry, I'm, I'm fanboying here a little bit. Um, How Far I'll Go is the next piece uh, from Moana. Great piece of music just in general. Um, I really think it's a, a lovely piece. Um, I think it is so inspirational and so well done. Um, it may not have been as popular as Let It Go, but I think it's equally as good as Let It Go. But let's talk about this arrangement. Uh, it begins so simple, and it matches the original in style and tone, which is really hard to do. Uh, and I love the addition of the cymbal rolls that they've put in here because it almost sounds like waves crashing on the shore. So beautiful. I love that this piece goes into almost a reggae feel. Um, so cool. So great. Uh, the groove created by the bass and the percussion is so infectious. Um, and the echo call and response moment at the end is so effective at bringing in the male vocals for this piece. Um, and it's very Bobby McFerrin, very, uh, very much so giving uh, a little nod to Bobby McFerrin and what he did. So let's listen to uh, some of How Far I'll Go. I've been staring at the edge of the water Long as I can remember 
Love that. Um, so the next piece, the next track on this CD is Let It Go, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? And it's our first mashup. Now, if you know anything about the Pitch Perfect movies, um, you know that they're all about mashups, right? They're constantly doing mashups. And of course, you know, Deke Sharon is who did those. So obviously he knows what he's doing when it comes to mashup. And this is really a great one. Um, it's so good. It adds so much depth to the song and the meaning behind this song. Um, the opening sounds just like the opening of the song in the animated feature. He's so good at arranging the voices to create that mood and that sound. Uh, and they immediately add at the beginning, do you want to build a snowman into the song? They don't wait. They start the song and then you immediately hear, do you want to build a snowman? Um, and it adds a real longing, I feel like, to this song that's that's usually just such a, a song of triumph and strength. Um, but it's not overdone. Uh, you know, they move into the Let It Go chorus, and it's so simple and effective. He's not over-arranged this piece at all. Um, and the continuation of the Snowman song really, like I said, adds a depth to the song. They pass the melody back and forth with ease between these two soloists, between these two singers. Um, and it builds effectively without forcing the build. It just naturally builds to a crescendo. So good. At the bridge, um, when you listen to this, listen to the quality the quality of call and response that he's created in this really really great stuff and the duet of the two women is perfect and it's effortless it's just perfect so let's listen to let it go do you want to build a snowman the snow blows white on the mountain tonight not a footprint to be seen do you want a kingdom of isolation and it looks like i'm the Hold it back anymore I wish you would tell Let it go Let it go 
bothered me anyway. Okay, bye. Oh, I love it. I'm not a big mashup fan, but I think that is so good. I think that it's done so well, so tasteful and effective. Um, the next piece on the CD is called I Want to Be Like You from The Jungle Book. We all know this. We all know King Louie sings it and Baloo comes in and and great jazz number. It's just a great piece. Uh, the bass and the percussion really set the tone at the beginning. Um, and again, they're using the women in that Andrew Sisters throwback style uh, for backgrounds and uh, even some just main work. And it's so good. They're so good at it. That trio is so clean and effective. Um, the trumpet solo in this, which everybody knows about when that funny little monkey does, the trumpet solo is really good. The scat section is fun without being forced. Um, the percussive work, again, is wonderful. Um, and the addition of the scat conversation when they bring Baloo into the song and they scat back and forth is really great and sounds really good. Um, and Baloo sounds great without being an imitation. Like, you know that's who's come in to sing. It's so well done. So let's listen to the fun and joyful I Want to Be Like You. Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cub, and stroll right in the town, and be just like the other men. I'm tired of mugging around. Oh, what we do? I want to be like you. So great. I love it. So much fun. I love that song to begin with. So, you know, it, it, I've heard it done poorly, but this is really a great version of it. So the next song on the CD, the next track on this is called You'll Be In My Heart. Um, and it's from Tarzan. I'll admit it. Tarzan is not my favorite Disney movie. I think it's got some nice moments. Um, I don't really like it, though. It's not one that I will go to. I won't just, like, sit down and watch it. Um, it doesn't stop me. If it's on, I will just pass over it. Um, and I, I f you know, Phil Collins' music in this, I feel like, sounds like Phil Collins, honestly. Um, I just feel like it sounds like anything that he's ever written before. Because he has a sound, and that's okay. That's all right. It works for him, and he's made a lot of money doing it. Um, but, uh... That's part of my problem, I think, with this movie is that it, it just sounds like a Phil Collins, like, festival in it. Um, not a whole lot of change in style or tone. Um, just a couple of things. But you'll be in my heart. So I have to say, knowing that about what I how I feel about this going into this song, um, I really enjoy this recording. 
of it. I really enjoy this arrangement. Um, it has a boy band vibe to it that really works in it. It's kind of a temptation feel. You know, they add the snaps in, and it's almost as though you can see them in the background doing a step touch and snapping. It's so great. Um, I really end up liking this arrangement, and I think it's really because of the arrangement. Uh, it goes into a very white section towards the end, and it totally makes me smile. Um, the scatting and riffing that takes place stays true to the feel of the song without going over the top again. They really keep control of it, um, and it doesn't feel out of place because sometimes riffing can really feel out of place, and it's just a show-off tool, but here it doesn't feel that way. The song is also so Phil Collins, and it's no longer so Phil Collins, right? I mean, this is a Phil Collins song through and through, but it really doesn't feel that way in the hands of this group and this arrangement. So let's listen to You'll Be In My Heart. Stop you crying, it'll be alright. Take my hand, hold it tight. I'll protect you from all around you I'll be here, don't you cry But one so small, you seem so strong My arms will keep you safe and warm This bond between us, it can't be broken I'll be here, don't you cry what i mean it's kind of got, it's got that boy band vibe to it it's so cool and almost old school right it kind of goes does the the boy band uh vibe and then it goes to like the temptations old school it, it's so great so great the next track on the cd uh is one of my favorite songs one of my favorite disney songs it's when she loved me from toy story 2 i love this song um i think it's so beautiful. The lyrics in this song alone are, are just gorgeous. So I, I do love this song. Um, it's very simple. This arrangement is very simple. Um, and it's very true to the to the original. It keeps that kind of that folk feel to it, which I really appreciate. I love passing the melody between the people again uh, from the different voices. Um, makes it very much... We all feel this, and we all understand what this feeling is, and it's so effective. Um, usually, you only hear this done by women, but adding the male voice in there really adds, really draws the male into it. I think I think it does it very well. Um, percussion gets a, a break in this one, and it doesn't really need it. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, I don't know how you'd put percussion in this piece. Um, and it keeps that folk quality in place. Uh, and by using the male solos, it's no longer just a woman's song, like I said. Uh, the chord progression at the end before the last verse is so cool. Oh, I don't know if we're going to get to hear all of that, but when you listen to this, 
pay attention towards the end. Some cool chord progressions going on. And the singing of the last verse as a group is awesome. Really awesome. Um, and it really shows off this group's vocal chops. So, let's listen to the beautiful uh, When She Loved Me. When somebody loved me Everything was beautiful Every hour we spent together Lives within my heart And when she was sad So for the next song on this uh, compilation, on this CD, I don't know if we, do we call it CDs anymore? Does anybody buy CDs anymore? I know I do because I like, I'm old and I like to have the physical copy, but I also have things that are just digital. Uh, anyway, um, I'm going to continue to call it a CD. Hope you don't mind. Uh, even if you don't, even if you do mind, sorry, I'm going to continue calling it a CD. Anyway, the next song goes back to Tarzan and really the only part of Tarzan that I like. Uh, the song is Trashing the Camp. It's the perfect song for this group. They have so much fun doing it. You can just tell that they love performing this group and doing it. Everyone shines um, on this, especially the percussion and bass, even though they don't really need to shine anymore because they have been brilliant throughout the CD, but they really shine on this. Um, It's like the song was written for this moment, right? For this time uh, and to be performed in this way, it's so effective. Um, and like I said, it's really the only moment in Tarzan that I really like. It's it's the one. It is the one moment that will stop me. I will stop and watch it, and then I'll move on. Um, it's so fun, and the arrangement the arrangement really keeps the playfulness, and you can tell that they really enjoy doing it. So let's listen to Trashing the Camp. <laughs>
So the next track is another mashup. It's Part of Your World, A Whole New World. The irony, I, I'm going to tell you this irony, and you may not think it's interesting, and I may even cut this part out of the podcast, I don't know, is that I was just talking to somebody about these two songs should have been put together and why they had not really effectively been put together yet, I didn't know. And then I found this CD. Uh, so I was so excited that I did. I love this mashup. I think it's so good. Um, the two songs totally belong together. I love how they swirl around each other with such ease and intertwine with such ease. Um, I love that the innocence of both songs is is kept because really, if you listen to both of these songs, it, it's very innocent. Part of your world is sung by an innocent mermaid and her innocent view of the world uh, and desire to be in it. And a whole new world is a love song of two people newly in love and the the beauty and innocence of that moment. Um, and I think both songs capture that, but when they're performed outside of the productions, outside of Aladdin or outside of The Little Mermaid, very often they are not performed that way. Um, if you listened to my podcast, my earlier podcast, uh, Music of the Parks, Music from the Parks, sorry, you know that when Olivia Newton-John did Part of Your World, I, I have to skip that song. I don't like it. But this really keeps true to what these songs need to be. Um, you know, it totally has the feeling of new love, um, you know, and she pulls off the feeling of innocent, and they really do great work on this. The accompaniment work in the background is so intricate and wonderful. Um, the broken chords that they sing, the different voices coming in at different times, it's so tight and clean. Um, I can't imagine how much rehearsal or how much recording time it took to put that together. Um, and these two songs really belong with each other. So let's listen to Part of Your World, A Whole New World. Look at this stuff, isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? I can show you the Look at this trove, treasures untold. How many wonders can one cavern hold? Looking around here, you think. When did you last She's got everything. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I got 20. But who cares? No big deal. just lovely so well done so the next piece um, is one of my favorite pieces in the Disney catalog uh, and I used to listen to this recording when I was younger all the time 
It's from Mary Poppins, and it's Step in Time. Yes, you heard that correct. Step in, step in Time. I used to listen to this all the time, um, and my little dorky little self in the basement when nobody was looking would just dance to it until my heart, you know, I mean, to my heart's content. Um, so Step in Time. But when you listen to this, you will not recognize it. I... I can't say enough about this arrangement. It's my favorite arrangement on the recording. Um, that's not to say the other arrangements aren't great, but this is by far my favorite arrangement because it surprises me, and it surprised me. It was not what I expected. It never is what I expect in it. It's so good. The beginning is so mysterious. You don't know what you're listening to. The breathiness of the work is so cool in their vocals and then the and like i said the song surprises me at every turn just when you think you know a song it's amazing when somebody can come and completely mix things up and make you re-listen to it re-hear it like you're hearing it for the first time um, and sometimes they do that because the meaning that they put behind the song sometimes they do that because the different arrangement and the different thought of the song which is what this does so good. It's a modern take on this that is really effective. Um, just listen, and I think you'll understand what I mean. So here's Step in Time. <sighs> We're getting close to the end here. Just two more tracks. Uh, the next track on this recording is Immortals. Not my favorite piece on the album, 
Uh, as a matter of fact, it's probably my least favorite piece on the album, and that's not saying that it's bad at all. It's great. Um, however, I do think it is done so well. Like I said, it has a great groove. It's very current and modern in sound, um, very pop. Uh, you know, very ex- it's exactly what it should be. It, you know, Immortals um, and really, really good. It's definitely for the younger crowd. Um, absolutely. It sounds very, uh, what I call Disney pop, which it is, it is Disney pop. And I usually am not a big fan of Disney pop, but this is really, this actually works really well. And I think it's the quality of the artists and the quality of the arrangement. Um, it's done really well. So take a listen to Immortals. track on this CD is Remember Me from Coco. Um, first off, I love this song. Uh, it makes me cry. And I love the vocal work at the beginning of this song, which you'll get to hear. Um, and unison singing is so hard to pull off, and they are brilliant at it. This arrangement is what I think acapella singing is supposed to be all about. It is so well sung, tight chords with great color notes added, into a very simple structure. They are not trying to fool us with this. It's just good singing. I think it's the perfect way to end the album um, and show off what this group can really do vocally. And that last chord, oh, so good. Um, I don't think we're going to get to hear that last chord during the podcast, but please go out and listen and pay attention to the last chord. It is so good. Maybe I'll try to pop it in at the end or something so that you can hear it. It is so good. Um, I love it. So let's listen to this beautiful piece of art, Remember Me. Don't let it make you cry for even 
secret song to you each night we are apart remember me though i have to travel far remember me each time you hear a sad guitar know that i'm with you the only way that i can be until you're in my arms again remember me so that's all of it it's all 13 tracks the cd is only 33 minutes long you know I love this album. I love this CD, and I'm becoming more obsessed with it. Uh, the re-listen ability of this album is very high. I have found that I can re-listen to this album over and over and over again, and I almost always hear something new, uh, which is striking. That's really a stunning thing to say. Um, I could be doing something else, and I know this music really well now, and I could be doing something else, and I will stop and listen to something that they're singing or I'll listen to what the chords are doing or or what the bass and percussion are doing um, and if you notice I don't even call them vocalists they're bass and percussion uh, and that is high praise indeed trust me from me um, the arrangements on the album are brilliant they're not overdone but they're also not left thin Deke has brought all of his years of experience and put them into these songs and it excites me to think about what he's going to do with this amazing catalog of music he has to work with in the future the next album cannot come out fast enough for me cannot um if i had one complaint it might be that there are times that it's a little overproduced as far as the filters that they put the vocals through for the songs the auto-tune quality, while I know is the sound of today, I don't think it's really necessary for these singers. And I know he did it for effect, and he did some of that work to clean to make things clean. But they could do this all on their own, in my opinion. I would guess that in concert they do. Um, I know that a lot of it was for the exact nature of the music, of what they were singing, the rhythmic need of the songs. But that really, you know, honestly, if that's my only complaint... That's a really small complaint. Um, I really don't have much to complain about with this with this recording. I absolutely love the album overall. I think it's brilliant. I think everybody needs to listen to it. Um, you need to make everybody aware of it. This group needs to be around. They're doing it right. They are absolutely doing it right. Um, everyone, like I said, should be listening to it. Everybody should be buying it and supporting this group. And I'll tell you, I was skeptical at the beginning um, as a matter of fact, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, God, I don't I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to listen to it. I don't know why I felt that way, but there was something in me that was really hesitant to listen to this album. Um, but it, they hooked me at the very beginning. The first two pieces hooked me into this uh, CD, and I love it and cannot get enough of it. I would, I'll just play it on loop all the time. It is so – it is that good. It is so good. So go out and find it now. Find this album. De Capella. I found it on uh, Spotify. I know it's also on Apple Music. Uh, please, please, please go out uh, and listen to this. It is so good. I just think um, it will be well worth your time. Got a friend in me 
Well, that concludes this episode of Magic Music Review about Decapella. I hope you had a good time. I would love to hear from you. I want this to be a conversation, not just a lecture. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, and what, what you'd like to hear in future podcasts. You can reach me on Facebook at Magic Music Review or on Twitter. I'm the Disney Music Dude. You can also go to my website, magicmusicreview.com, and leave a comment about the episode. Also, if you could go to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and give the Magic Music Review a podcast a five-star rating and write a quick review, I would really appreciate it. It helps us get the word out. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. There isn't anything we wouldn't do for you. We stick now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. Hey.